Well, good afternoon to all of you out there. We are here with Carney Pie Podcast, and I'm joined here with uh, John Brand. Ooh, that's loud. That's Ooh, loud. You were rocking out. I, I lost that track. You I'm did. so distracted. <laughs> you just wanted to give them the opportunity. We, our guests here, we said, name that tune. We're yeah. just trying to. We're you trying know. to see if they can. Yeah, I'm Brett, and I'm so excited that we have the folks with us today. I'd love it if you guys would introduce yourselves. So, to my right, who do I have here? Uh, my name is Andrew Donahue. I'm the new executive director with the Museum of Nebraska Art. And Andrew, to your right, who do you have here? This is Beth Quinn. Beth? Hello, I'm Beth Quinn. I'm the development manager at Mona. Awesome. Andrew and Beth, thank you so much for coming. We are so excited to hear a little bit about what's happening at Mona. And one of those things that's happening is sitting right next to me. I mean, <laughs> you're you're happening. I, I am Andrew. brand new. I'm the newest <laughs> member of the team. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very exciting because this is uh, such a time of change and a, and a pinnacle moment for the institution uh, to be coming in at this time when... Uh, we're, we're basically setting the stage for the future of the organization, and it's going to make a huge impact not only for Kearney, but for the state and really for the country. Um, we're, we're dreaming big and we're doing big things at this time, so it's pretty cool. I feel like the podcast could end after yeah. that little... <laughs> dreaming big. <laughs> big dreams. Man. Well, I want to know a little bit about why you're here in Kearney. A lot of what this podcast is about is about how great Kearney is, and mm-hmm. um, you came to us from... Well, uh, I'm originally from Kansas City, so I was born and raised in okay. the Midwest, and um, I've spent the last 10 years a, a little to the west here. I was in Colorado. 16 years, pardon, uh, 10 years in Colorado working with museums and then uh, six years in South Dakota. So directly by way of being uh, director of the museums for the Crazy Horse Memorial Foundation. Um, But apart from that, apart from having worked in museums and professional museums for about 20 years, I'm on the board for a group called the Mountain Plains Museums Association. It's a Mm 10-state regional conference of professionals. it's a gathering of the geeks, you know. It's a it's a <laughs> gathering of minds and friends and, and like-minded individuals working in the field. And um, I currently serve as the board president for that group. And so I have friends all across this 10-state region, including a lot of great friends and colleagues in Nebraska. And so I've been working with this group, um, and occasionally when we host our annual meeting down this way, you know, um, working with people across the state, sharing ideas of different things that are happening here, Um, and hearing a lot about some of the amazing opportunities there are here. Uh, And so when the time came when I was looking to kind of to shift in my career, I started actively looking and this opportunity came open. And truth is it's it's without being, you know, um, it's a dream job. It's really a dream job for me. Uh, Working in the arts, working as a director, leading a team, a fabulous team of amazing folks, uh, to preserve the arts, not only for the community, but for, um, in this instance, for the whole state. Uh, and so I just Andrew, saw this. Andrew, is- Andrew, uh, <laughs> I, I got to know. <clears throat> okay, this is the one question I wanted to ask. <laughs> this was the very long, was, okay. Yeah, I know, I'm excited, philo- I'm sorry. Right. philosophical right. question. Yes. What is art? Oh, wow. <laughs> that oh. was not what you put in. No, that's a... That's a big question. I know. Um, that's a tough one. Well, okay. Um, so what, let's let's break it down. What does it mean to you? You know, without delving into the whole ideas of what people's subjective opinions of right. what they enjoy and all this kind of stuff and what's aesthetically pleasing, 
art, art is a means of not only just that what we all look at and think we enjoy, it's an individual's opportunity to express themselves, mm -hmm. uh, to express their joy, to express their opinions, to express everything from politics to passion to uh, an idea to something definitive to something abstract. Um, it's is, a little bit of everything. It's an individual's chance to kind of share themselves with the world. Is this art? Uh, this absolutely, yeah. absolutely. This can be considered art, and and these kinds of media arts. Um, I would I'd be in trouble if I said no because my brother runs a <laughs> fabulous podcast in California. <laughs> yes, uh, it's an art form. Um, you know, as a painter myself. When yeah. I put something out into the world, I'm, I'm bearing my thoughts and my soul and, and everything I am mm -hmm. and um, seeing if it resonates with people. It's the very essence of what connects us as humans and, and allows us to kind of connect to one another on this level of, you know what, I like blue too. That really does kind of hit a, a good note with yeah. me. Yeah, let's so. get along because we like blue together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel, Beth, are you along the same lines? What does that mean to you? You know, I, I am along the same lines, and I do think that art is an expression of how each of us individually live our lives. So, you know, however you, I, I'm more of an administrator. I don't paint, I'm not creative, but I love being around museums and artists and creatives of all types. And the way that I sort of console myself for not being creative, quote unquote, is that how people live their lives and how they go about their business is an expression of who they are. And to me, that's sort of a fundamental aspect of what is art. So we heard a little bit about where you came from, Andrew, but tell us then, Beth, your 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 story. How did you get here? <laughs> this is so, I, I moved here from Milwaukee about five years ago, and it was to be with my significant other. So we were in a long distance relationship and I came to visit and I thought, okay, this is nice, I could, I could do this. And so I relocated and I actually live in Holdridge, but I obviously work in Kearney and have a background in museums and not-for-profit management. And so when the position as development manager came up at Mona, I was absolutely thrilled. And then when I learned about the capital campaign and the expansion, I, this, like Andrew said, is a dream job. Um, you don't get an opportunity very often to work at an institution that's completely transforming itself. And that is also such a beloved part of a community. And so being in Kearney, which is I love coming here every day, um, but then also being part of Mona, which is going to become e even more of an anchor point for the downtown area. It's just so exciting. I get goosebumps talking about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this dream job is becoming a reality for you guys, but also for our community. This Absolutely. dream yes. of this Museum of Nebraska Art, which is really amazing. So I, I'm really curious. I think we all are. We all drive by and see for a long time it was just a hole. Mm -hmm. It was just a hole for a very long time. Very long time. <laughs> and, and we thought, this is a big hole. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> it's like, how far are they going? Yes. Yeah. What's happening over here? So, but now there's real progress. Yes. So tell us about, because you're on the development side of this, so you've probably mm -hmm. seen it from the big hole and before yes. to where it is now. What has that process been like for you? Because that that's a big job that you have. Well, you know, and I have to say... Um, 
I've been with Mona for about three years, and when I came on board, the capital campaign was um, underway to the extent that we worked with a consulting firm out of Chicago to help us develop a plan and um, basically develop a very strong committee of board members and volunteers who then go out into the community. And when I say community, Mona's audience is really statewide. So we have people from Garing all the way to Omaha that are part of this committee that's helping to raise funds. And so it's a, I'm one part of a very large group of people that's helping to raise the money to build this. Um, and are you there? Do you have everything you need? Is you this know, like it's done and? Boy, I wish. Um, no, <laughs> we're, it's, so we're so close. Exactly. We're very close to being where we need to be for the construction budget. And then we're also doing a $5 million endowment to sustain the museum moving mm. forward. So that's a piece that um, I think will be a little bit more long term. But in terms of the construction aspect of it, we're about a million, million and a half down from, from that. And we expect to have that race in the next several months. So, so um, give where you live goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one million. One million. There you, would put us, you would put us over our goal for uh, the organization of we could yeah. be a two million goal. Yeah. But, well, let's not. <laughs> I know we would be <laughs> like give where you live rock stars if you we would. did that. Yeah. I you think just the said community dream big. foundation. Yeah, yeah like, you would probably be number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have another question about the facility itself because I've seen renderings of what it's going to look like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we've got the old post office where it used to be housed which is i'm from north platte the little art museum there is also a little post office so it's really you know there's kind of this sustaining art and history together which i think is very cool Mm -hmm. and then we have this big modern thing that's Mm -hmm. going to be next to it tell me about that right I, i think one of the neatest features that has been designed into the whole process is finding a way to to draw that connection between the history of the institution, the the uh, the beautiful nature of the history of that building, and then to create something that that has a conversation with that older building, and and still this new construct in in and of itself a, a piece of art. Um, what's really exciting is the 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 ways in which the building was built, and this concept of reaching the community. And so the importance of these community spaces within this new facility that flow all throughout was a part of the whole planning to begin with. In the center, that piece that connects the new building and the old building together is this, uh, not walkway, but a centralized kind of gathering place that we call the link. And the link Ah. is really what ties those things together. I mean, it literally means the link between the two buildings but on kind of an artistic and ethereal level, it means that connection and drawing that link between the past of who we are and who we're going to be in the future. Now, I'm super artistic, and so I see the like the meaning behind the old and the new and how we can put those two things together and see that in art. Mm-hmm. But I think for some, that's going to be an interesting transition just yeah. to see this modern piece. So I love that, the yeah. link is very, very cool. Definitely. And I, I want to stress, too, because I think there are a lot of people that associate Mona with um, the historic Kearney Post Office building, and I want to assure everyone that we are doing a complete historic restoration mm-hmm. and renovation mm-hmm. on that. So as we're making these changes, we're making sure to be good stewards of that historic building. And as part of that, we can't do... Uh, 
the new part of the building had to be substantially different from the appearance of the original post office building for historic preservation purposes. So we needed to come up with something different, and obviously we did, but I just want everyone to know that we're definitely keeping the beautiful marble You're entryways. You're not going to knock all the entryways. <laughs> no, okay. we're not. No. When you walk in, columns are familiar. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That, that, and that is a really a good point. Even in the offices and things, they're restoring the beautiful original wood floors. Um, they've kept a lot of, you'll see in the link where the original facades, uh, even with the, the 19, what, 90, 93, 93 yeah. edition, even where that was exposed between the two buildings, that's going to be an exposed component. So it literally is a physical link between mm. the history and, uh, and preserving that and making it part of this flow of communication between the see, two See, I love that knowledge because it makes me appreciate mm-hmm. it more. When, mm-hmm. I, when I drive by, right. I can see the intent behind it. And there's something about when you put a bunch of intent behind something mm-hmm. and then you communicate that intent, like it just uh, it feels deeper with right. people who are observing it. So uh, I think, I don't know, that sounds cool to me. Yeah, I love it. And what? the purpose of Mona is to serve the whole state. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a reflection of this isn't just serving Kearney. The Kearney post office is there, but I see this extension as being how we're serving even more. We're, we're branching, we're serving the entire state because this is so unique yeah. that Kearney has this here. This right. is the Museum of Nebraska art. Right. And Correct. as such designated as the state art collection. And so that represents artists from across. Uh, and so Everybody, not mm-hmm. uh, our community, is going to be able to be very proud of of this particular piece and how that really shines a beacon on Nebraska arts all across the country. Really. Okay, so when can we walk in it? I wish that I could show you everything today, but uh, yeah. unfortunately, um, so soon enough within uh, um, within the next processes, we're going to be able to. Um, to work within the springtime to start to bring collections back into the spaces, and we're hoping for within summertime to be able to open up to the public. And, and you're going to have a big deal yeah, right, oh, when you open it. It's going to be a party. Yes, party indeed. And, and maybe yeah. yeah, the public can come and look at things that Certainly. are pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, soon enough, you'll see advertising for all this uh, the the campaign to to bring this back, and it's going to be something again a gathering place for everybody to come together uh, and see to see what we've done, to see what we've accomplished. So how have you kept Mona going without a physical space? That's a good question. Yeah. Well, um, we have two people in our learning and engagement department that have been planning and executing outreach programs at different venues throughout the basically the community. So we've worked in partnership with Trails and Rails and the World Theater and the Merriman Performing Arts Center and it's and of course UNK. So the cool thing about this is that even though we don't have a facility, this has been a wonderful opportunity for us to really strengthen some of those relationships with other organizations that are like-minded in the community. So it's been a lot of fun. And not to mention the art reach program that has uh, the traveling exhibitions and those mm-hmm. kinds of components that are still out there in, mm-hmm. in the realm. Uh, and so uh, there's plans for the future exhibitions, but there is still programs and things going on with the Mona, which is really fabulous. Well, I'm on the World Theater Board and the movies that you guys have brought to the world and just that unique connection to art is is exactly what that theater is all about, too, is, yeah. is mm-hmm. really connecting the art of movies. And, and so thank you for bringing some unique things that maybe would not have been done mm-hmm. had we not 
lost the building. Yeah. We had to think creatively. Yeah, we're exactly. looking toward we're going to build further communication, further connections and partnerships to different organizations within the community uh, through the arts and where we can now that we have this capacity to do some pretty amazing things, uh, we're going to grow those kinds of relationships and grow those connections to, to the arts all throughout. Love it. Do you have a favorite artist? Oh, oh wow. Um, I go back and forth. Um, I'm, tough. I'm a huge fan of an era in New York in the early 19... I can't stand saying early 1900s. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, that just makes me feel old. But um, Join the club. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, Piet Mondrian is a is a huge I'm a huge fan, but uh, the abstract expressionists are what inspire me okay. as an artist. So um, I might just be painting with color because the the color combinations inspire me. I don't care if it looks like anything particular. Okay. Um, the abstracts are what I, are what, what I really dig. Beth, you got one. You know I. I think about this a lot, and I really don't have one particular artist. There are probably artists in different genres that I appreciate, but when I was in school, I studied the history of American architecture. And so for me, architecture is it. Like you walk around and architecture is all around you. It's like public art that everyone has access to. And so I grew up in the Chicago area, so I'm kind of like a tall office building, you know, like the rookery in Chicago is probably one of my favorites. It's, you know, kind of old school, but um, it's solid. I just love it. I love <laughs> do you it. have one? I do, actually. Well, I have a Nebraska one. Uh, Emery Blagden. Oh, you talk about, like, yeah. Nebraska and intention. I know him. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, he's from North Platte. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you talk about intention in order to communicate. I, I don't know. I, I love. I have a piece. No way. I do. Wow. <laughs> okay, My mom so has a piece. This is me talking out of school, but I got to see the Duncan private art collection uh, at their home in Lincoln <gasps> from some oh, wow. weird story. And they had a huge Emory. And that was my first expo- exposure to him. And then I went to Mona and mm-hmm. you guys had a couple mm-hmm. pieces from him. And mm-hmm. I, I just, uh, it really, I loved it. So yeah. anyway, um, so that's North Platte. What about you, Brett? I, I don't know. Everything's now popping up. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Frank Lloyd Wright. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. Right. I can't even, I'm a big mid-century modern person. So yeah. if I could mm-hmm. come up with a name right now, it would probably be from that, like all of the, the buildings drawn at that time. And mm-hmm. it would probably mm-hmm. be someone in that era. But Great. Thank you. Thank you, okay. guys. Uh, final question. Is uh, Mr. Beast an artist? <laughs> now we're splitting hairs. <laughs> Do I know Mr. Beast yeah. is? Oh, you will. Oh, oh, you will. Your kids okay. are too young still. Oh, okay. Eventually, you'll get there. Okay. Okay, but no. Final question: how do how do we support uh, how do we support Mona? How do we give where you live? And they we live here in Nebraska, and where we want to support the arts. Do we go to GiveWhereYouLive.net? Do we go to you directly? What should we do? Right, right. Well, I think um, going to GiveWhereYouLive.net is the easiest way to give during this campaign. Typically, we would say you could stop into the Mona office and you know drop off a check. Yeah. But um, we're in temporary offices. They're a little bit hard to find. But um, go online, make your gift, um, and we've kind of earmarked the funds this year for new tables and chairs for the new community studio. And we've literally doubled the space of the community studio. And we want to have, you know, beautiful furniture to go along with the space. And so we're looking to raise money for that as part of this. How much does one table cost? Well, well, that's a good question. These are industrial tables <laughs> for art yeah. museums. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> can somebody just like, I want to go buy a table. Buy a table. You know, I we have 
a variety of different tables in the okay. space, but you know, a hundred and twenty-five. Okay. Approximately, oh. mm-hmm. and then oh, some not, chairs. Not bad no, at all. No, it's not prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Um, and I think our total budget that we're looking at for this is around twenty-five thousand. So, you know, it's it's going to be tables, it's going to be chairs, yeah. it's going to be some of the other equipment that we need for this. And it's going to create a fabulous space for for the community to come together yeah. to share exactly. in the arts, classes, classroom spaces, things for kids, things for adults, uh, everybody together. It's going to be a really amazing center. Centerpiece, and I, you know, I'm have an agenda here, but it's it's you have that intent thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I give the hundred twenty five dollars, I get a table, I go and enjoy some art, I go sit at the table, and then because of my intention, you know, I didn't literally buy the table, but because of my intention, I enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. 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 Why is that? Yeah, it seems but weird because you feel invested yeah. in something. Yeah. You see a tangible piece of how you contributed, uh, and whether that may be you know on an abstract kind of level yeah. of uh, in general I gave, or you you physically can see something specifically that you gave to, uh, it leaves a lasting imprint. And that's I think that's something we all want to do. You know whether yeah. as as artistic or as not, um, we all want to kind of leave a positive imprint on things. And so because you became a part of that, you became a, an imprint for something really great for the community. I and this is a, this is an opportunity more than anything else to be a part of this thing exactly. that we're building, this exactly. connection, this link. You know what mm-hmm. I can't wait for? What? The kids' art show to come back at Mona. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. All the it's little kitties coming around. I can't wait. Thank you guys for joining us. This Thank was you a so great much. You for chance us. to learn about Mona and learn about you guys and where you came from and what you're going to bring to this community with okay. all of your gifts. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and everybody you. give. Give where you live. Dot net. Dot net. Don't leave those dot org people <laughs> I <know>. alone. <laughs> I was like, who does dot net anymore? Why are we still in the we're still dot, dot net? <laughs> I really hope we're dot net. Or I hope we did do. Did we, did we fact check that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we, we'll fact-checked. go back and overdub. I think you can Dot probably org. go to Give Where You Live and find it. Okay, in Carney. Yeah. Give Where You Live in Carney. Just, there's a thing called Google. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for being part of this today. Right? Brett, yes. you want to send us out? Yep. Sending you out. This is Brett with Carney Pie. Thank Andrew? You. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time today. Thanks for becoming, Beth. And thank you. Who else is here? Oh, I'm John. Oh, did you guys know the name of the song? Oh. Uh, to your point, I think I remember it being sampled by maybe oh, yeah. a tribe called Quest or something like that. But Jay-Z, I, actually. But, oh, uh, was, we'll oh there, there we go. Yeah, there I'll, we I'll, go. I'll, I'll tell you off air. I don't want to give away my Jay-Z? secrets. Jay-Z? <laughs> well, he sampled it. I think I have that album. There you go. I do, too. All right. All right.